Welcome to the Strong Talk Podcast with Tom Reaney and myself, Pete Nelson. The aim of the podcast is to share our candid and uncensored conversations on all things fitness, health, business, and leadership. Through these conversations, we hope you take away a couple things to enhance your life and simply be better. Welcome to the talk. Why? Little things. You know, that, that, that's, uh, yeah, little things. It's always the little things. That's like my big pitch when I go in and I'm working with youth, youth athletes or youth teams. It's never the big, right? That's the minor things. Little things make big differences. That's, that's what a part of my, my pitch, my elevator pitch to the, to the young men and women that I work with. And they uh, look at me like, you, sir, are an idiot. The little things. I love that. What if we go deep into why the little things matter the I, little actions matter uh yeah i mean i think they do but i there was there was a reason why i said little things i can't now i can't remember oh it'll come to me i don't come to me yeah but uh why do little things matter it's the little things that kill it's the, Who was, was that uh Bush, right? Was that the was that that song? Bush, George. not George. No, oh, not George. George. Bush. The man, <laughs> the man, the man. I'm dating myself for sure. Um, as I'm looking at prone shoulder snow angels, I love some prone shoulder. Well, snow it's angels. it's a little thing that makes a, a big difference for somebody's shoulder health. So let's talk. Let's talk about the little things as it pertains to our lifestyle, because I think right now we're what week three into the new year, and I'm thinking about all the new year's resolutions that were made right and how big uh, how many big goals were set and how many like big changes that people wanted to make are probably not happening now right and i think we're uh when you look at what success brings you and what what it takes to get success people forget that it starts with the smallest little actions and the smallest little jumps and hurdles when you want to get uh, let's say you want to, um, improve your career by making X amount of dollars and you're an entrepreneur and you, you kind of have the, um, the wherewithal to be able to make or break your, your living. I think too many people, or let's take it even a bigger step back. When you look at the fitness world, people want to, uh, increase their body or improve their body composition, just generally get fitter. And people say like, all right, by the end of the year, I want to be able to squat X. I want to be able to have an 8% body composition. I want to look and have a six pack. And then people think all this gets done within one month. By the end of January, I want to be able to have, I want to be able to see, uh, uh, you know, two abdominals in, in the mirror. And I want to be, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. People want the instant gratification, but where they where they miss out on is that it doesn't happen because you eat one good meal per day. No, it the way it works is that when we structure out our week and we just look at how could we get one percent better each and every day, what we need to do is just strip back and be like, how what can we do over the next two minutes just to be a minuscule better than where we were the day before? And uh, the way I view that is, and I've talked about this in a prior podcast uh, where we were talking about optimizing your day, is that when you write out each day and you plan out each day, you should have a task list. And that task list should just give you direction. It should give you a plan for that day. That way you know that you're accomplishing what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have like, uh, if you have underlying values, those, those keep you in the, in the positive direction, but those don't need to be huge tasks. Like we're talking like, let's say you just want to be more present at home with your family. What that could simply mean is just part of, part of like a critical action of your day 
and a very simple change and you want to be a better family man by the end of the year is that you just put your phone down in, in a different room and you don't touch it. Um, if you're trying sure. to get better, if you're trying to get better in the fitness world, you're trying to be better here. What, what does that mean? Well, maybe that means we show up five minutes early and get the steady work done here at, here at black flag. So the smaller actions, the little things, the little details, all it takes is just a little bit of planning. And like, maybe we take five minutes at the beginning of the day to get the whole week planned out or the whole day planned out, not to the every like small little detail, but, um, for us again, to just have a little bit of direction for the day. I think that that that's where we are able to attack those small details and be able to go in the positive direction. Yeah, I think little details breed consistency, right? Like, yeah. you know, an action, it takes about three minutes in terms of writing down, you know, what you want to accomplish in the day and what your task list for the day is. That allows you to create consistency within, you know, within your day, uh, creating consistency within your week and so on and so forth down the, down the line, um, which it's amazing how if you just ask somebody, uh, it's amazing how when we're when we're younger and we're in school, we we are kind of forced into creating that consistency within within our daily routines. Mm -hmm. And then as we get older, we have a tendency to lose those things. But the idea of, and you know me, I'm I'm a huge advocate of just you know creating a, a morning plan. Um, or a, a morning routine, right? And, and just kind of follow into it because that little thing, that little idea of just sitting in the same spot every day at the same time then creates some structure throughout the day. And again, it's just this little teeny thing of like, okay, at 7 a.m. every day, I'm sitting in this chair. Um, you know, whether or not you have a plan after that, that little, that little thing of just making sure I'm in that chair every day uh, creates a structure for the rest of the day. Um, yeah. So, I mean, th those types of little things make, make, I think significant difference over time. And it's like, when you go back to the idea of you're talking about body composition or making, making these big drastic changes, right? The journey of a thousand steps begins mm -hmm. with the first, the first one. So we have to make sure that the, the systems that we're putting in place in these grand things. And I think we've talked about this, uh, you know, maybe years ago on black flag radio, even, um, this idea that we all have all, every single one of us, like when we write down, or, and it might have been actually earlier on one of our uh, Strong Talk podcasts, the idea that goals are kind of bullshit in the sense yeah. that they create this big long-term vision, right? We know where we want to be in three months, six months, a year from now, but we never have the foresight to put together the, the all the little baby steps in between to get to those big goals. So, you know, people are like, well, I want to go, you know, I want to bench 300 pounds. But it's like, are you willing to put together a structured, itemized plan of what Monday's workout is going to be, Tuesday's workout, Wednesday's workout, and then are you going to follow through with those little things in place? So yeah. I think in order for a lot of people, for most of us, when you talk about goal setting, right, there's the macro plan and the micro plan um, and the meso plan. But I think like for most of us, we need to spend more of our time focusing on the micro plan mm -hmm. or the super short-term things than looking at what the long-term goal is whatever whatever it is so we talked about yeah. it with with your race um yeah and, and, and how do we how do we maintain that that it, it, that not necessarily motivation but how do we maintain the discipline to the keep focus. doing the little things every day every day to aspire because what you accomplish with that hundred and the detailed plan you had in place 90 plus percent of the world won't won't do that right but you know? i think i mean obviously it takes a lot of experience and uh, failure of not planning and not prepping Yeah, because the day of, um, we had a plan in place. I wasn't focused. If, if I was focused on just completing a hundred miles the whole time, like, Oh yeah, I just got to get to mile hundred. I just got to get to my, I would have, I would have quit a long time ago. Sure. 
what we instead did was we focused on let's just get to the next aid station and every aid station was potentially three four miles right so sure. all i had to worry about was just running three to four miles and then once we got there, there then we go. would worry yeah. about doing the next three to four miles and that's what we got to focus on it's the same thing if we just extrapolate that mindset and and take that plan and and uh put it towards other things and apply it to other things in life that's where we start to get success and i'm reading a book right now you and i talked about it this morning at, at uh, our meeting uh called business made simple by donald miller it's a very good read so far and part of his success and what he pitches to companies that he does consulting with is that every person and every company should always have three critical actions for their day. No more and no less. If we have more, typically they don't become critical and then we start to skip those critical actions. If it's fewer, then, then sometimes we end up not hitting, the, you know, hitting that overarching goal. So the three actions that this guy had, the, the author, uh, the, again, his brand is called StoryBrand. He does three things no matter what every single day. Rule number one was that he wakes up early. He wakes up early because in that time he's able to exercise. And then before anybody else wakes up, he's already attacking his day. He has his task list set forth and he's ready to accomplish that. He writes every day. He's a writing co- he owns a writing, co- writing company, which allows him to be able to just go ahead and uh, uh, continue to produce income and revenue for his family. The third one is he always says after you. So that was the third critical action, <laughs> okay. which I thought was kind of interesting because yeah. no matter what, he's always putting other people in front of himself, which means that he's more of a giver of his time and resources rather than saying, I'm more important than you. And I love that, especially if you're a business owner, if, if you're in, if you're any sort of business owner, either you're selling product or you're selling service Yeah. and majority of us, no matter what are selling service. Yeah. And if you want to be successful, you have to put others in front of you. And so I, I took, I took that away and I thought about like what I do daily and for me, I always try to think of like, again, if I were to extrapolate what he wants or, or what he's putting out there into what I could do daily as a business owner is the three things of, I have to eat my own recipe, right? So if I'm programming, uh, I want to be able to do the same workouts that I'm preaching yeah. and, and giving out to other people because now I have credibility behind my name and people could trust that, you know, I, I'm doing it with them. Yeah. Two, the same mindset that he has of after you, the selfless service, that that culture of service that we try to cultivate here uh, at Black Flag and, uh, uh, you know, through this podcast is just to provide value to people. And the other thing is just smile. If we could, <laughs> if we could simply it. smile, like, yeah. in my opinion, that's the difference between like a good company and a great company. Because if you look at a lot of your uh, real big brands and real big, uh, not, not just in the fitness industry, but uh, large companies in the world they deal with a lot of chaos and granted, even though if it's, even though it's controlled chaos, they try to do it in a fun, in a fun way. Right. So like almost as if they're trying to control the chaos in a way to where they're just embracing it and having fun with it and that smile, right. It it can make it, it can make or break either negative situation or positive situation immediately. Um, it's interesting when you talk about the, the, uh, the after you, uh, comment, um, because I was just I was watching a thing on YouTube, um, and it was on mindset, and it was interesting because they were talking about how the most successful people in the world um, have are the antithesis of the mindset that you're speaking of, right? So the mindset of like, and I'm not saying like you certainly should have a welcoming and engaging right, mindset, right. but like when he, and he was talking about like Michael Jordan and 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 Tiger Woods and some of these other like elite elites, and he's like their mindset is never underneath like, hey, you know, we're in this together. This is great uh, camaraderie team. Their right. mindset is always like a personal attack on yeah. 
somebody, right? And so it's like the opposite of what we're all kind of led to believe, at least in a competitive environment of like, hey, you know, this is great and you're a great person and I'm a great person and we're gonna work together to figure this out. Like their mindset was the exact opposite. Like you said something to me, you did something to me and I am going to do everything in my power to destroy you. To destroy you and right? even, even if that means that they come and up it, with something and fake. And it, yeah, and it's personal, <laughs> yeah. right? It's a personal yeah. attack and you know, as you get higher levels of success, you have to dig deeper and deeper you know, to find those things. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting perspective because it's like, like, and even when you go back and if you haven't watched the Jordan documentary, you should certainly do it because it is, it is, um, it is, it is good a look inside somebody's mentality, uh, in terms of being successful. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm not here for you to like me. I'm not here for us to be great teammates. I'm here for us to win. And so right. I'm going to do whatever I have to do in order to make us win. But it was interesting. Kobe was another one. It was like, um, you know, he told the, there was a guy in there. He told a story that, oh, it was, it was Jason Williams, um, who came into the league and he was a superstar before he got hurt and everything. But he talked about before the game, he had his routine and he'd go in and shoot. So he walks and gets to the arena. He gets there before everybody else to do a shooting and Kobe's in the gym. Right. Right. And Kobe's finishing a, a shoot around and Kobe won't leave. So now Williams won't leave. Right. And so now they're on opposite ends of the gym, just watching each other going back and forth. So finally, Williams he does his routine. He's got to go in and get a sauna and this and that. And he sees Kobe after the game and he's like, man, how, you know, you're shooting so much. And like, why, how, how can you do this and this and that? He goes, honestly, he goes, I was getting ready to leave and I saw you walk in. And he goes, I wouldn't let, I wasn't going to leave before you. <laughs> so, you know, but it's just an interesting. And I'd be curious to like if you talk to people who are like on the pinnacle of business success, like in the in in a in a book it sounds good to say, you know, after you mentality, but like there's gotta be some like this is what my competitor's doing, you know, I'm gonna bust my ass or do whatever I have to do to make sure that that guy doesn't get my market share. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's like a critical like I'm saying like my three critical actions right now, no, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure could probably change in three years from now. Right. Depending on like the growth of the company or the, depending on my personal growth. Right. right. Where like there, there comes a, there comes a, uh, uh, there's like a threshold I'm sure where like there's discomfort and comfort from a financial perspective, a, a life perspective, a fitness perspective. And then once you exceed that threshold and you're past that threshold, there has to be that you're not scared of that threshold anymore because you surpassed it. So like, what do you, what do you, what drives you? What's the like, next what, thing, what's right? The, what's yeah. the thing that scares you? Yeah. Because like, it's, because th- that's something I think about all the time. Like right? the Michael Jordan mentality, like that guy just wanted to say, fuck you to everybody. Right. You know, and right. Because that was just what he wanted to be the dog. Same thing with Kobe. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why LeBron James and I grew up in Cleveland. He was like my idol growing up. He doesn't have that mentality that Kobe and all these other guys it, do. At least not on the surface, right? Correct. Like, Unless you know, I mean, behind closed doors, I'm sure I would assume with the amount of success he's had, but I, who knows? Right. Who knows? And maybe he's the antithesis where you can be the good guy and the team guy and, and still have success on a high level. Of course, there's still, you know, people that will never hold him in the same regard as Kobe and Jordan as a result of maybe, you know, I mean, early on in his career, he was a distributor and he was yeah. never the guy to take the big shot. And I think that's changed, obviously, over the years. But it's just it's if we're being honest about, you know, building anything, I think there's got to be a certain part of you, whether it's, it's, and maybe I don't know if it's how you build a successful business, but there's got to be a certain part of you that is like, I want to do this better than anybody exactly, else. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's, 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 and I don't know if it's kind of taboo to talk about that. Like in the sense that like, 
I see so and so do it, and I'm going to do it better than so and so. Right. And it's 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 interesting. You talk about business books. You know, one of the ways that businesses become successful is they take what other companies do and try and improve upon it, right? And re- reverse engineer it. I mean, I know from years ago working in the liquor industry. I mean, every every vodka that you see in the market has basically it's it's all the same. Right. For the most part. I mean, it might be manufactured somewhere else and they might use a different product, but like a lot of smaller companies will take other companies' products and just give it to a chemist and have them just reverse engineer it and right. and try and make the same thing. So it's like, what what can we do sometimes that, you know, we can improve on what somebody else is doing? But it's an interesting, because yeah. I had never thought about that. Like you think about, again, using Jordan or even guys like, you know, I've talked about Matt Frazier and seeing him at the CrossFit Games Live a couple years Very ago. Very similar mentality to those two where they're out to kill. It, well, it was like, you know, because CrossFit has this mentality of like community and we're all in this together and this is wonderful and this is great and hey, I'm going to help you and you help me and we're just here to be our best. And it's like when you get, you know, watching him compete live um, up close and then last year being at the West Coast Classic in the warm-up room, it's, you know, it's for the athletes, I think, that are successful. They, they don't have that mentality. They don't have that, like, community and, like, we're you're great and I'm great and mm-hmm. we're in this together. Like, I'll never forget watching Frazier. It was the, the heavy, clean uh, deal they did in the arena yeah. on was Saturday night. Um, and, I mean, I remember ev- that. everybody's yeah. high-fiving, not him. He is like, like you said, he's just pacing. He's not talking to anybody. And it came down to him and another athlete. And the other athlete is is a notorious, well-known, like community guy. And you're awesome and all smiles. He looked like a and, lion out for his prey. And like this guy was trying to give Frazier a high five or a fist bump and just walking by him. Like he's not yeah. even there, yeah. you know? And it's just like those, I, I, I mean, maybe at a stage in my life I had that mindset, but like those type of guys, and especially like these are, you know, this is how they make their living and make their yeah. create their brand. But it's just an interesting mindset that I think a lot of times people don't want to talk about because it's like it doesn't fit the model of like, you know, happy go lucky and right. you know. And when you, I guess, when you pull back the curtains on a lot of that stuff, I'm sure that you know part of Matt's deal is again as Matt Frazier, the the best athlete that's ever been in the sport. You know, even past Froning. Uh, I'm sure that part of like one of his daily things, he's like, whatever the hell Rich is doing, I got to be better than that. I got, I got to do, I got to do more than him. And I'm sure Kobe was like the same thing. He learned, he, he watched Michael Jordan stuff. I'm sure he's like, I got to be able to put in more work. And that's like part of like one of the small little things he does every single day. It's just that mentality that he, that he brings up in his mind that whoever is the best in the sport right now, I got to be better than that. And if I'm the best in the sport, then I'm chasing myself one year from now. Like, what is that person doing differently? That success that I need to start doing more of. This podcast is powered by Black Flag Athletics, home of Black Flag Fitness, Black Flag Compete, and Black Flag Remote Programming. Everything and anything you would want for your fitness needs, Black Flag is the place for it. You can check us out, find any information you want at blackflagfam.com. That's blackflagfam.com. And it's it's interesting when you talk about the psychology. When you talk about Kobe, I don't know if you've ever watched Muse, Kobe Bryant's Muse. I have it's, it's a documentary on Kobe, basically, on his upcoming, really focusing on when he tore his Achilles and mm-hmm. like what he had to do. But the psychology of it, to our point, is Kobe is a nice guy, right? right? He's he's this comes from this affluent family, you know, in Lower Marion, Pennsylvania. Which if you've ever been there, you know. I mean, it's as wealthy as an mm-hmm. area of the country as you ever want to be in. Um, and he uh, so. 
but as he kind of kept going up and going up and then he went through all the personal turmoil and everything, he created this alter ego that when he walked on the court, because he went from being like this super loved guy and, you know, he came out of high school right into the NBA, which at the time was not very common. And so there were high expectations. Then he struggled as a player. And so he went from getting all these accolades and everybody praising when he went to arenas to then he goes through uh, the situation he went through um, personally. And now he's going into these arenas getting booed and taunted. Yeah. And it's like the only way for him to survive, which made him 10 times a player, was he created this alter ego that His when he walked life. onto the court, you know, he, and he called it the Mamba mentality. And and so when he got on the court, it was like, fuck you, I'm, I'm here right. to kill everyone. And, you know, we'll figure it out at the end. And then he would step off the court and then, you know, he was his family yeah, man, dude. nice guy, yeah. approachable guy. Whereas I think like, if at least you watch the Jordan documentary, it's like, and you hear people talk about Jordan, it's like- He's, There was no off switch. Exactly, like he was, he was yeah. gonna, you know, he, he was gonna beat you all the time, anytime. But I it's just interesting when you look at the psychology, because like when you think about Bill Gates and you think about uh, Steve Jobs and you think about, um, Elon Musk and all these guys, like they have to have uh, a little bit of that killer mentality, right? Mm -hmm. Like I would think, um, I would think that, you know, it's again, building businesses for the betterment of the world, employing people, all of those things are all wonderful things. But at the same time, from a personal perspective, there's got to be a little bit of that. Yeah. Like I have to beat my competitor. If you have a growth mindset, I think that you if you do have a growth mindset and or if, or if you're trying to acquire that and develop that, I certainly feel like you should have, a, you, you're developing a switch. I think that that switch that turns you on and off from like kill mindset versus family, you know, I think that comes with the small little daily routines that, that they've created. Michael Jordan would work out before each game. Uh, he would have a, a whole, a whole massive uh, timeline in the morning prior to the game that was the same year after year after year. Yeah. And that created that consistency for him. And people didn't see any of that until after he was done with his career when he would start talking about it. Right. You know, but he right. didn't want to give the competitive advantage to his. Sure. To his, sure. It's the same thing. You know, if, if you're trying to apply it in what, what we do in, in our industry and like the way that we're trying to provide value and try to build lifestyles, like healthy, conducive lifestyles for people is it's that, that same exact notion is that, you know, we do things that we don't document on social media that people don't see. And that's fine. Right. But it creates consistency for us to be able to come out and do what we love yeah. and be able to do so with a smile on our face, yeah. right? Because if yeah. we go away from that, then we don't have that killer mentality. We can't turn on and off that switch because we're not in that flow state. We create that flow state where we're not thinking yeah. because of those little routines that we do each morning. And it, that that's how we get to where we're, where we're trying to go. Yeah, certainly. certainly. And, um, and like if, again, if you're trying to build that long-term, uh, that long-term health and wealth and what, however you want to go about it, Going back to our first thought today with that, the small details, it is the small details. It's how you start your morning. It's how you, it's how you develop the consistency because that's, what's going to carry over into your work. Day. That's what's going to carry over into your family. Yeah. You can't, if you're not taking care of yourself of like the small little one to two minute things that, you know, it takes two minutes to write up a task list for yourself for the day. It takes, right. it takes one minute for you to, to, uh, make your cup of coffee in the morning that if that's part of your morning routine, it, it takes one minute to reflect and write one sentence in that, you know, but you add it all up. And that's, yeah. and that's what makes the difference. And that, that compound factor month after month after month, if you do that every single, those two to three minutes, every single day, you'd be surprised where you're going to be in exactly one year from now. Wow. Mic drop. So, all right, guys, I want to wrap this one up. We wow. want to keep this one short. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening to the strong talk podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to go on to iTunes and Spotify, follow, leave us a review. Um, I am going to be giving out a free workout program 
to somebody who leaves a review over the next week. What? So, and that's an, uh, an individual like work I'm leaving learning. a review. So, yes. Um, so that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks, fam. Thank you for tuning in to the Strong Talk Podcast. If you like what you heard, please share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. This allows us to share our conversations with more people and positively influence our fitness communities. If there are any topics you want to hear from us, drop us a message on Instagram at Coach Tom Rini, that's R-I-N-I, or at Peter Nelson II, and we can take a deep dive. Again, thank you for listening and continue to be better.